Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone, welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. This week, big fills quadruple chasing Rangers break hearts and leave Ibrooks purring for more. I am Scott Carney and joining me is my first good boy, Ali Pearson. How are you? <laughs> See me you did though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm very well. Um, after that, after Saturday, I was obviously we'll get into it, it was fantastic with Rangers, but um yeah, it doesn't stop. We've got Rangers tomorrow at the dreaded Rugby Park surface. Yeah, I'm a second good boy. Yeah, Jimmy McKay. Jimmy, how's it going? It's the first time I've ever been referred to as a good boy, mate, but I'll take it. Thank you very much. <laughs> not good, not good. No, sa- Saturday, as I was saying, brilliant. I mean, I wasn't expecting a, a 5-0 win. I thought, I thought, I think everyone thought that Hearts were going to give us a better game, but I great to see us get some goals and looking forward to a trip to Rugby Park tomorrow. Yeah, no, definitely. It was a, a not a welcome surprise. Maybe a welcome surprise, but I think we, we I think we all would have expected Rangers to win, but in the manner we did so was very pleasing, very, very pleasing and left everybody pretty um pretty kind of blown away. Pretty like I've I've yet to see someone have a moan about it, which is very rare for a Rangers win. There's usually always someone that would like to have a moan about it, but there's not there's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Not even the referee was brought up and, and which is just it's unheard of in modern times, it really is. Uh, before we go any further, shameless plug as always to support the channel. Um, you can join the channel even for what was 99p a month. You can also buy the podcast a coffee, join the coffee buying legend membership via buymeacoffee.com. All the links for that are in the description for this podcast. And if you could please subscribe, it's free to do so. It doesn't cost you a penny. All you have to do is be signed into YouTube and click that subscribe button. You've got no idea how much it helps the channel out. We are very, very close to getting to 6,000 subscribers, which is uh, which is absolutely superb. So, yes, and if you like what, you li- if you like what you're watching, please 
the wee like button, the wee thumbs up button, the thumbs up and everything anyway, so thumbs up on the, the video would be magic. So there's only one place to start, gentlemen, and I'm quite delighted to start there. Uh, Rangers dismantle Hearts by five goals to nil. Hearts, who were the informed team going into this match, and in all honesty, Rangers made it look very, very simple indeed. It was good to leave Ibrooks, Jamie, feeling so pleased with our performance overall. Um, I see I'm coming to you first because me and Alistair obviously did a, a bit after the game where I was excited like a kid on Christmas morning, mate. I could hardly contain myself. Even at half-time when I spoke to Ali, I was absolutely delighted with what I was seeing. But in terms of how we could have prayed and asked and dreamt the way that that, 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 um, that game was going to go, Rangers pretty much gave, uh, answered every one of our calls. I mean, I think we've been in line to give somebody a bit of a tanking, and we've been talking about it for a wee while, and obviously Saturday was that tanking. To be 3-0 up at half-time, as you say, I was saying to the boys around me, I was just just so happy. No no grumbles from the usual suspects. Uh, it's just to, to see us go out there and play in the manner that we did and not be fearful at all and just, just go full-on attack is just the way you want to see Rangers play. And then to, to get five crucial goals for the goal difference as well, which you never know, might come into play. Just refreshing to see, mate. It was a, it was a great trip by Ibrox on Saturday. It was. Ali, we were, um, I was far more carried away than you were. <laughs> uh, I don't even think that had anything to do with the beer, actually. I just think I was extremely excited by it because it's another big game in inverted commas that this team are, have passed with flying colours the press had built this up to be something huge we ourselves even as a podcast we were building it up to be a, a quite a big game to be a a, a a game that Rangers wouldn't struggle in but it would be difficult for us to break down break down hearts um, they're very much in form all of the above but was that the best performance of the season so far? Oof eh. Potentially, I was through in I was through in Edinburgh today. We worked. Um, one of the guys that sees a big Hearts fan, he was disappointed in the way Hearts played. But I said to him, "I said Rangers didn't let Hearts play the weekend. Mm. Hearts couldn't play because we just went for them for the, for the off." But they were fantastic Rangers. We were on about the pressure of being top of the league and can they handle it? And Hearts on that nine game on beaten run, you and Cameron giving a big spiel as he always does. I quite like you and Cameron to be fair. He's, he's good fun to be fair. But um but no, Rangers Rangers went and did what what we wanted Rangers to do. As we say, we didn't expect Rangers to go out and do it in the fashion they did. Uh, I think we all expected Rangers to win, but to do it the way they did, it's it's put a statement out to the rest of the league calm to say that we're we're not going away this season. Um and it was uh I, I couldn't ask for much more for Rangers. You, you really couldn't. They were clinical as well, Carney. You look at the, the Ross County game where we had 41 shots, whatever it was. That was a doing, but we didn't put a ball in the back of the net. This one, we didn't have as much, but we were clinical. Um, and the three new signings, all scoring as well, contributing. So it's um, it was a 10 out of 10 day for me, <laughs> which is unusual as a Rangers fan coming out of iBooks because you usually get a grumble about something. It was, uh, it's unusual coming from you as well, to be honest. To be fair, I think I had a small grumble about asking when he came on because he had a couple Oh, of we passes, did. But, I think we both um, did. <laughs> I, I think so, we. That, I think to, to bring ourselves back down to earth, I think we did have both of a little grumble. Yeah, so that, that, was my, that was my wee grumble for the, for the day, but couldn't ask any more, can he? But for me... It's a game we tick off and we move on. That that's the way I look at it from now the end of the season. That's gone, um, but it was a fantastic performance. 
Jamie, I think Ali's pretty much hit the, the next point I was going to make there, um, kind of hit the nail on the head. Clement's attitude of only being one game at a time and very much hammering that home. I think you can you can see that the players understand that. I think you you can see that everybody involved, the staff, his coaching team, everybody is is buying into the one game at a time motto. And it's easier said than done. I get that because social media is they're all every footballer's on it pretty much. I don't think there's many that are not. They know what the fans are saying. They know how we're feeling. They know that the fans are very much on their side as well. And the pressure's probably all on another team, um, another team in the city. But I think the the credit still to me has to look. The players are responding. Don't get me wrong, but I, I'm I'm running out of ways to fall in love more with Phil Clement right now because everything that he's doing is leading to pretty magical things on on the pitch. As we've mentioned, yes, we were expecting a doing. Um, I was expecting to give a team a doing, but to do it against Hearts, for me, it was the most complete performance of of this season. Jack Butland was called into action twice, I think, and he was there to make the save because that's what Rangers Rangers keepers are there to do. That is very much what they are there to do. But for me, it was the most complete performance of the season uh, and uh, it's the most happiest I've felt. Was it the best performance for you this season so far? I would say so, mate. I mean, for, firstly, addressing the mentality shift under Clement, you're right, there's literally not anything more we can say about the guy. Um, under Michael Beale, we were looking for, for him to come in, show a similar level of prowess and management to did the 55 season. He was, he was a supposed tactical genius, wasn't he? But everything seems to be dripping down from the top. That's what we were looking for before. We're getting that with Clement now, and it's all being fed into the players. So it's leadership. Menta- it's pro- it's oh. proper leadership, yeah. Aye, aye. So the mentality, the mentality is brilliant. You know that you know that the players are, are basically they're echoing what he says and taking it game by game. On the flip side, I actually thought I seen the I seen the you know the thing they do inside iBooks at the end with the players and all that. I seen that Tav told everyone to do a, a bit of a sort wow. of go round and a bit of a lap of honour to, to clap the fans because he could see that we gave them again. iBooks was a cauldron; it was proper backing. I mean, some of the subway loyal were leaving about eighty minutes, but not not too many of them. So it's good to see the players being level headed, and it's just tick off the three points, but also. Give the fans our dues and give iBooks its dues for being a proper proper atmosphere and a proper game. I mean, in terms of the performance, uh, I can't think of anyone that was bad. I mean, Diamandi's goal was just just top class. The way in which he shifts on his left foot to to hit that, and it was obviously early door. So it just set the tone. We always talk about early goals on the on the podcast, and it just seems to be that we're, we seem to be getting them now in in Cortez as well. There was there's honestly too many good performances. John Lundstrom just, again, going from strength to strength. Unbelievable player. As it stands, he's probably my player of the season at, at the moment. But, I mean, really, there's there's not one of those players that played on Saturday that you can think he didn't give 100%. And that's what that's what Clements instilled in him. Right, absolutely. We'll move on to individual players and specifically, first, we'll, we'll speak about the um, the three new signings, as you mentioned earlier on, Ali. Uh, Diamondi, Cortez and Silva. Um, Jamie just mentioned it there. Diamondi's goal is so clever. It really is. It's a kind of underrated goal of the, how high the quality is and that. Just to step on to his left, noticing that the Hearts player had pretty much committed to going to Diamondi's right, if that makes sense. Shifts on to his left and it's as beautiful as you like into the bottom corner. That follows 
followed by Cortez's goal, which I think is even better because he's running on to it in the first strike, running on to it the uh, first time and passes it as cool as you like into the, the corner of the goal, um, the, the, the same corner um, that Diamond put his away. But they two in particular in first, mate. Diamond for me has came in here and very quickly put yourself towards the top, if not the top, maybe under Lundstrom of that midfield. You cannot ask more for a January signing. We have we've used this January window to improve our squad and it's been a long bloody time since we've been able to say that but the recruitment looks like it has been spot on I get that we're only a month into the, after the window but so far Diamond for me has just he's made that position his own he's, he just he will be involved for the rest of the season yes I mean the guy's not matched sharp yet because he hardly kicked a ball before he came to us because of the way their winter break was so he's um he's clever can I mean, Clement was kind of purring about him in the press or they were asking about him today in terms of he thinks he's got potential going to top leagues because of what, what he's got in his locker. He's uh, You can see it in him, Carney. He just slots into that team. You can see we've identified a player that would work within our system rather than going out and get a guy like an Aaron Ramsey for years ago because it was his name mm-hmm. and didn't fit in. We've went and got guys that are going to fit, the, fit our team and fit how the way we are going to start playing and also the the model of bringing players in and selling them on. Dio Mandy, enjoy him while he's here because we will sell him on in mm. about 18 months, whatever it is. So, but, that, but that's the model. Um, but he's, it just looks, he's, he's similar to Glenn Kamara. I think we've talked about the way he moves his body, the, the way, but he can shoot. We've seen there, he scored with the right foot at McDermott Park, scored with the left foot against Hearts there. And it, it's rare because we're not used to bloody midfielders shooting at Rangers. <laughs> Many times we do the tippy-tap all around the side and you know it's out Rangers the last few games, Carney. They're shooting for outside the box a lot now, um, which we've been screaming for for years and Clement's come in and identified that. But him in particular, we've, we've talked about it's John Lundstrom and who else? It's John Lundstrom and Diomande going forward. That's who it is um, because he's nailed that down for me now. And going forward, I just I I can't even see more of the guy because, as I say, he's not fully match sharp yet, can he? So it's mm. only going to get better. He's an exciting. He's a, really is an exciting player to watch. He is. You can see that he's got bags of potential. He really does have bags of potential. He's almost like a hybrid of Kamara and Aribo rolled into one. You know what I mean? Like the both, you can see the kind of footwork that he'll do at times, and that kind of reminds you a Rebo. But you're right, his body movements, the way he can just drop a shoulder and shift, is very much like Glenn Kamara. Um, I, I, I'm been very impressed with him. And again, as 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 horrible as it is for Rangers fans and myself, myself alike, I'll fall in love with the guy probably over the next six months, and then maybe six months further down the line he's going to be getting sold on for a or he'll be getting rumoured to be sold on for um, a pretty penny that's what you hope anyway And but it's, you're right in everything that you said it fits our model it fits our needs within the team that it fits the system that we are we are he fits the system that we are trying to trying to implement that Clement's trying to implement and who would have thought having somebody in charge of his recruitment actually knowing what the hell they're doing and not Ross Wilson just guessing at things the majority of the time would work? Who would have thought that? Who would have thought that? Jamie, um, Cortez will come on too as well. Um, 
again another another guy that I'm I'm just want to see more of. I don't think he was the greatest on um, Saturday, and I'm not being negative there. I think there's I'm I'm saying that probably more as a compliment to him, is that I believe that there's a lot more to come from him. Again, he looks direct. He still looks a wee bit the cliche raw, if you like. But that goal, if that doesn't show you that this boy's got something about him, then nothing will. Unbelievable. I mean, like the ball from Tom Lawrence was hit at pace too. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't rolled to him. It was hit at pace and he just cushions it and it's right in the bottom corner. I, I would say probably the best goal of the match. Really, really brilliant. But in terms of Cortez play, like super direct and I think we spoke about it before. Like he doesn't seem he doesn't seem the fastest running onto the ball, but when he's got the ball at his feet, he's got the quickest feet as well. So I I think we look dangerous every single time he gets a ball. So I think probably like Diamandi. He's going to be one that's. I mean, I know we've got. I think we've got him on loan from Lons. I don't know if there's an option to buy him like that. Um, but if we could get him at a snip, he's another one we could just move on. But it's testament to the boy Coppin that's come in, by the way, uh, in in the business model we've got in the football scouting model. It's just really, really refreshing because I think we all we all spoke about oh why are we why are we having such a big outlay in Diamandi? We need to get a number nine in. Just goes to show the guys we've got in the footballing department know exactly what they're doing this season. They do, and it's exciting and it's bloody refreshing as well. It is. It's the, you're not you're not watching the players hoping that you see something because they've already shown you something that you you've already made an impact on you straight away. And I say the biggest I think praise you can get is right now for me, Cortez and Diamondi, that's their position. With, with Sima being out. For me, you don't. Matondo doesn't get a game over Cortez. Raskin doesn't get a game over Diamondi. For me, that's it. That's 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 who you play. Then, and that's the that's what we have to be doing going forward. Again, my opinion. Um, Ali Silva, we we know we seen him in playing in a, a kind of ten um, role. I think probably under. Um, I'll probably get thrashed by this by Adam Thornton if he, if he watches this back and said that that's probably not the position he played but you know what I mean a kind of shadow striker almost behind Dessers seeing Silver there and it was in the and as I say but just behind the Nigerian Nightmare I think his movement could cause real problems when playing in that in that 10 because he likes this is what we probably think that he is because I don't think any of us really think he's an out and out striker but his movement with Dessers being available rebounds or whatever for that shot the the goal that he scored which was class by the way an absolutely brilliant finish and the no pass the no look pass from John Lundstrom is outrageous it really is outrageous but we'll come on to Looney in a second but Silva he could be utilised in other positions instead of just relying on him to be the 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 the, the, the kind of rotation to Dessers yeah I think he could play multiple positions I think he could play wide as well Silva but um, I we talked about him, but I think it was you, Connie, said he could, you could see him playing as as the ten, behind behind um, behind Dessers, and when we were three four now up, whatever it was, he brought him on and tried it, and yeah, because he drops deep all the time. Silver wins the ball. He he's not static though. He moves across the park. He's always moving. So yeah, I think he can play multiple positions. Silver. People look at me and think he's a striker. And because he doesn't score lots of goals, maybe he has scored goals for Rangers, as if he's not scored goals. Um, but yeah, I think he could play that 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 ten carney in in certain games. Todd Campbell's out for what three four weeks. Tom Lawrence is, is a guy we've got that can play there, obviously. But yeah, looking at Silver at the weekend, I I'd, 
guy's got enough quality to play most positions in the park for Rangers. Um, but I, th- I think he could do a wee job there behind behind Jamie's man. <laughs> Jamie, your man as well. I th- we'll give mention to him. Uh, I think the having the option to play Silver there and look, I know. Hearts were pretty much done at that point. They were pretty much done at half time, let's be honest, or very shortly after half time when we made it four. But I felt like with Silver coming on there, he was finding pockets of space that I thought this could be quite interesting to watch. Watching not almost a front two, not quite a kind of out and out big man wee man partnership, but mm-hmm. with the movement of Dessers, uh, movement of um, Silver, and the positioning that Dessers is picking himself up in, it was something that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be against seeing more of it. I mean, I think I'm thinking back McCoyce and Hately, possibly <laughs> the the new partnership. We're going to go Mike Bass at four four two again, mate. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I think I think having these options and is 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 just the be- is the best way to go, really. Um, come on, obviously, yeah. As Ali said, Cantwell's out. It's not it's not the best news for us in terms of he was just he was really he was really finding some form, um, for us. So it's it's sad to see him out, but. Having this level of player to come in to play these positions is just it's it's only gonna do us in good stead, you know what I mean? So I think moving forward, I think we'll we'll see that a lot more, possibly at Rugby Park tomorrow, who knows? But I think even for the even for the goal, I think Dezos is dragging a couple of defenders inside and he makes a wee run beyond and it's it's a superb finish. So it goes to show that he's just quite a dynamic player in terms of where they can play across the front line, but I just think having him in there is brilliant at the moment. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, and it, I think it keeps defenders guessing. It keeps opposing managers guessing about where we're going to play and what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. It's I, I think you can clearly see that Clement's very keen on having players playing in more than one position um, where they can. Obviously, I'm not expecting Conor Goldson to play right wing or anything like that, but then again, Sterling's been playing right wing, so who knows? You never really know. I had a conversation, big, I had a joke about... Big Dujon's going to be up top tomorrow, by the way, 100%. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I can't remember who I was talking to about it, but Sterling, I was like, I bet you he's like, 
he's the best ping pong player at the, at the club. He'll be the best pool player. He'll be the best darts player. He'll be the fastest at the gleek test or something. They'll just be, he'll be the best at everything. He's one of these kind of guys that no matter that, what it is he's doing, he'll just be the best thought, at it. A proper all-rounder. Those really annoying folk that are brilliant. Annoying, at yeah. Right. Brilliant at everything. You're like, yeah. this does your head in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, where was I? I was talking about um, Silva and, and Dessels. Yeah, I just think it's important to, to, to keep the... the, the I don't think any manager or any team as of yet is really figuring out what Clement's going to do because I don't think we have either. But the the way that he approaches it with the, the options that he has, it's it's exciting. It really is exciting. I think we're starting to see a wee bit more from Silva. Uh, and, and maybe 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 I'm reading too much into it, but I don't think it was a coincidence that he, he scores a pretty pretty tremendous goal from playing that little bit deeper. Um, as I say, it was exciting to see. Um, on to other, other players... Um, we'll quickly mention John Lundstrom. Um, Jamie, the return of Big Bad John. There's absolutely no doubt that Big Bad John is back in action. For me, mate, now there is no doubt that we should be in negotiation for him about keeping him at this club. I think Clement trusts him. I think the rest of the fans now trust him because he's found he's found form again. I think he's found a love for um the position that he's playing in. He's obviously got a great relationship with a manager. For me, him in this form. I, I, the the model that Rangers are running on, I get that we don't don't want to sign players that are maybe approaching thirty, getting over thirty, or put them on extended contracts. But Rangers should really be having a conversation, in my opinion, about keeping about keeping Lundstrom at Ibrox. What's your thoughts? I mean, not every player that we have uh, and that we give a new contract to needs to have a resale value. It's it's just yeah. not going to happen. We can't fit every single player in the squad into that into that business model. Um, they were actually talking about it in uh, Super Scoreboard last night uh, for a wee bit. I tuned in for ten minutes, and they were they were saying that exact thing um, that Lundstrom is well worth of a of a, at least an extra two years. Um, the fact that I mean, I think back to this Johnson game. I think it was maybe Geo uh, the draw that kind of nailed us that season. Lundstrom was just all at sea, all over the shop. But it seems to be that Clements. Um, I don't know, he's distilled his game down in such a way that he's just gave him a role, a very kind of simple role to play. But really, he just, he jumps on everything, he just sweeps up in front of defence. But even like we intricate passes, like for Silver's goal on Saturday, he's adding that to his game now. Um, he's adding a lot more flair to his game. He's just everywhere on the pitch. Honestly, I, I can't speak highly enough about John, John Lundstrom and I think that he's 100%, he's, he's worth a couple of years. Ali, <clears throat> Lundstrom's probably a perfect example of when I want pr- players to prove me wrong and I have sat here and I have slated John Lundstrom, absolutely slated him, thought he's chucked it under bill, didn't look interested, couldn't hold his, his composure, couldn't put two passes together. He was looking like he'd be ready to go. We all said that we would probably, I think we probably all said that we would let him go. This is why I want players to prove me wrong because we all know what, these players can do. We've seen it before, and that's where the frustration stems from. And John Lundstrom's got uh, made me got egg all over my face, and I'm happy to have that egg all over my face because seeing Saturday, that was that was Lundstrom's backyard, and he ran that show. Yeah, he's one of the best players for Rangers since come on come in. There's, there's a wee group of players probably tabs in there as well, but John Lundstrom for me just. So, yeah, he's a guy at the beginning of the season. I would have punted his car, I would have driven him yeah. wherever he wanted to go, to be honest, because I thought <laughs> he'd kind of chucked it under the management. I, he just looked like he couldn't be arsed, to be honest. 
And then Clement's come in, put an arm around him and say, no, you're my type of player. He's in Clement's leadership group. If you want to say along with Jack Butler and Tav Goldson, there's a few of them, but he's one of the leaders there. And he's playing like a leader in the middle of the park. As you say, Can he's bossing that midfield. We all say now it's John Lundstrom and who? I know Diamandi's come in now and it is Diamandi now, but we wouldn't have been saying that at the beginning of the season. No. All of us were saying it was a running joke, Carney, when, when we all went to Ibrox and it was number, number four, four, John, John yeah. Lindstrom. And, we, and, we, and we'd all look at each other and go, for fuck's sake, he's in the team. But you look at it now, it's a complete turnaround, Carney. I'd love to ask him, I'd love to ask Lindstrom, what, what from there to now has changed? I know the managers come in, but complete turnaround in a player, Carney, and he just bosses game for Rangers. In the middle of the park, and that's what you need. You need a guy in the middle of the park that's going to boss it for Rangers. You've grown up with Barry Ferguson, players like that that just run a midfield. I've not had that for a while, and he's a guy that can do it. And hundred percent, I would offer him probably a two-year deal. But is he 30, 30, 31 or something? No, he's thirty now. Thirty, thirty. So a two-year deal for him all day long, Carney. I know he's in big money, but. For us to replace him, how much would that cost potentially? So, aye, for me, he's a hundred percent a shoe into for us to to offer him a contract. It's up to him whether he wants to stay or not. But I would offer him one. Ah, uh, yes, I think we, I think we probably all would now. Jamie um, Ryan's man, the Turkish delight, um, Mister Redvan. This is why I get criticism for for criticising Borna Barisic, and it's because he doesn't fit anymore. He doesn't fit what well what I think Clement is trying to do, and it's why I would always play Redvan over um Bar uh, over Barisic. I think the improvement in Redvan has been pretty spectacular, to be honest. I think he look now looks settled all of a sudden. It's as if the manager's maybe put an arm around him, settled him down, got him what he needed to make sure he was comfortable. Maybe it's just took him a wee bit longer than we all expect players to adapt to playing in Scotland, but the the difference in Red Van for me has just been night and day. He's so much more than, than Borna, and I think it suits our aggressive sort of attacking style under Clement, and for me again on Saturday, he was tremendous. I think John Sutter even said that, mate, about in terms of Red Van settling in. Well, I think it had been a wee while. I, I don't think I don't think his English was very good. So I think it's it's taken him a while to get up to scratch and obviously be comfortable uh, being in the team. But I just think you're you're so right. Every pass is a forward pass. He's he's always thinking offensively, but I mean, the first couple of games, you, you didn't think he was going to be up to it defensively, but his position and everything now is just unbelievable. I know the game, I know the, the one game he was caught out was obviously under Shankland for the header in the 2-1 game. But even then, he was he was sort of finding his feet within the squad and especially within the starting 11. But for me now, he's, he's like Ali said with Lundstrom, he's, he's one of the first names on the team sheet as well. And I mean, the, the thing with Borna is... I think the longer he's out of the team, the the harder it's going to be for him to come in. Even even be a deputy left back and play the odd game, it just it, it gives me a bit of the fear uh, about Ridvan getting injured and Borna coming in for any games because I just don't think we have that same attacking prowess from left back. A lot of our play seems to go down there as well. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I I think we Ridvan uh, the Turkish delight is coming on a game this season for sure. 
absolutely. Um, it was a tremendous day on Saturday. It really was. It was everything that I wanted and more probably from Rangers on Saturday, and it was a rather enjoyable day. Uh, I could probably we could probably do the whole podcast on it, but there's a few other players I want to speak about. Maybe away from that game directly. Um, Ali Butland, first of all, um, he, was, he was interviewed uh, earlier this week, and he made a few comments that I found quite interesting. One, when the the rumor about the Nottingham Forest deal, um, immediately to, to said to his agent that he wasn't interested in going. His agent said, I think you're making the, the right idea and it was a no all round because the club weren't going to sell him. Very positive for us to very positive for us to, to hear that. He, he mentioned seeing Alan McGregor the way that he was appreciated um, by the club as he was finishing his career and maybe he's looking at it and thinking he wants a wee bit of that. But another thing that I think is interesting about what's came out about Butland anyway, uh, I think it was according to Sky Sports that he's in contention to be called up for the English national team. I don't think we can underestimate how important that would be for us to be an attractive club for these young prospects that we're trying to bring in, these guys that want to go in and represent their country at their highest level, for a, 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 a keeper of Butland's stature to come to Scotland to play the way that he has and, and all of a sudden he gets called up for the England team. This isn't getting called up for no disrespect Mexico or getting called up for even the USA or some t- like a team like that. This is England. They have real ambitions of winning things, like proper winning things. They've got a team that and a manager that they believe in. They, they, I know they always think they're going to win the World Cup, but you know what I mean by that. They do have the squad that they they should be able to compete at quite a high level. But this would make Rangers a very attractive place to come for for future um, transfer targets. Yeah, because well, we always Scotland is always seen to the English down the road as a as a daddy league up here in terms mm-hmm. of well, we don't, we don't look at him because he plays in Scotland, but it just shows that they're, they're looking at Jack Bottom. He's not just playing in Scotland; he's playing in Europe for Rangers as well. Mm-hmm. He's going to be playing the last sixteen against um, against Benfica too. Guy's been outstanding. He's done it in England before, Carney. Yeah, his career kind of went away um, the last couple of years there, but. He's got a chance to rebuild, and he's only thirty. Jack Bond's young for a goalkeeper. He's got a chance at Rangers. He's he now sees the size of Rangers. He would have known we were big, but when you're writing amongst it, you, you see what it's all about. Probably walking about Glasgow, they're getting asked all the time. You know what it's like up here. Um, Rangers are a massive club, obviously, and he's got he's got a chance of winning winning titles and trophies and playing in Europe as well in the big stage. But getting called up for England's a big one. Because he'll look at that going, well, I don't need to go back down south to try and get a call up for England. Don't um, you get me excited? Don't you get, so, get nah, me far too excited nah, as if Jack Butlin's going to stay here? Don't don't get me that excited. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but but he can. I mean, Nottingham Forest, no disrespect to Nottingham Forest, but if you're Jack Butlin sitting there going, I've got a chance of winning lots of trophies at, at Rangers this season, I'm in Europe, or I could get down to Nottingham Forest. Yeah, he's going to double his money probably. But playing a Nottingham Forest team that's really not going to do anything this season, so it's it's a no brainer to say no to that. Um, and he sees with his song with Angels and everything, and he loves it up here, loves his football up here. Um, but it's a big one, but it's a big pull for, as you say, for other players down there looking up the road. They might go, well, I might fancy that as well. So it's all positives for me. Jamie, we're always going to need experienced heads in the team. I'm always one for that anyway. I believe the the youngsters that are coming through, I think we're always going to need kind of 
an experienced head on things. And I think there was comment made after the, the B team the other day that Kamar Roof, when he went in, he was very good with the youth players. He kind of showed them how he prepared for the, the game, uh, like as if it was a real game. Like he went in and did his full prep the way he would always do it. And I thought that's that's probably quite important for younger players to look at what they have to be aspiring to. But I heard it on, um, it was actually David Edgar that made the comment today on the Daily Update in Heart and Hand, and it, I actually thought, that's a very good point. See, by the time these players are reaching 28, 29, and they've been playing in England, they're already set up for life. They've, they've got their money. They don't really need to worry about their, their kind of financial backing. Looking at Butland, still getting a call up for the, the, the English national team, if he obviously gets it. There's been, might be players going, hang on, there might be something in this, because look at Ibrooks when, when things are going amazingly well one of the best stadiums report like we've been ranked as one of the best stadiums in Britain there's 50,000 people there for Rangers v Canary United we're into Europe the, the European nights just look at the European run look at Ibrox and nights like that it could be a part of something to leave a legacy I think that's what David Edgar said it's something to leave a, a legacy I thought that was a very good point I mean, I think even the national press, in terms of the, the interview, I watched it as well, mate. Um, I thought it was a great interview. He speaks glowingly at, at the club. Oh. You can just, you can just, you can just tell the guys in love with us, mate. And it's, I'm and in it's, love with him, mate. I'm, I'm absolutely, <laughs> I adore him. <laughs> we do, we do know that. We do know that. Yeah, I don't, so not, so, so no, I think, uh, I think, um, yeah, no, it can only be a good thing for us in terms of him getting a call up to the England squad. Um, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be a starter, but even just being there, even just being there is a huge thing. Interacting with the, the players, the, the talent pool that the England squad have is is amazing. So now look, we shouldn't be bashing our game up here. We we know, I mean, most of the time, you know, it's a two-horse race, but we're in Europe every season. We, we pull massive crowds. We've got iBooks. Do you know what I mean? So it's not really any wonder that Jack Butlins want to, want to hang about. And as Ali spoke about the thing with Al McGregor, He's seen that, that he's became an absolute club legend. You got to remember McGregor was down south and played in the in the Premier League too. He went to Hull. He dipped he dipped his toes in the water down there. I think he knew when he came back up. This is where I would be. I would be settled as well. If you're finishing top of the league, even finishing second, you're going to have these big European nights at Ibrox. And as as we said, no disrespect for Nottingham Forest, but they're nowhere near the likes of Glasgow Rangers. So really, if Butland was to go. To, uh, to play at the Euros with England, it would really, and put himself in the shop window, it would really only be leaving for a top four team in England, probably. not Nobody in the lower half of the table, but really, uh, moving forward, I can't see it, mate. I think he's going to be here for a while. You'll be pleased oh, to know. I hope so. I hope so. But no, look, it's credit to Butland as well. He's came in and he's he's been probably even better than I expected them to be. A, a fantastic bit of business. It really is. It's something that I'll never take away from. Um, I think it was a bill that brought him in. It's something I'll never take away from Michael B for bringing that in because that is a that's a spectacular signing and it's one that's worked up to absolute wonders. Uh, Butland has been tremendous. Um, so just before we come to the Kelly game, just one other player I would like to speak about. So kind of player orientated tonight a wee bit, I suppose. But um, and I say as a bit of an extension because he was, I thought, very good as well on on Saturday. But Connor Goldson, he reached three hundred appearances for Rangers. Ali, I know this will trigger quite a lot of people, right? I do. A lot of people will be triggered by the next thing I'm about to say. But is he a future Hall of Famer for you? Oh, I don't know because it's difficult because you, Hall of Famers for me should be guys that lift trophies for Rangers. And I know that's been bashed with, with Tav being in the Hall of Fame, that. 
So it's a difficult one, but he has left trophies, he, but he has. But I mean, I'm talking on a regular basis here, can't he? League titles, I'm going. <laughs> Never happy, um, man. No, well, that's what you want. That's what you're no, I'm kidding. Titles. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, but he's 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 the fastest ever Rangers player to get to 300 appearances or something. In terms of in terms of days past, I know that obviously yeah. back in the day there wasn't as many as much football played yeah. as there was, but like, but yeah, in terms of days past since he made his debut, he's the quickest ever to get to three hundred. Yeah. yeah, even beating Tavernier. Yeah, and this was a guy that had heart surgery before he came to Rangers. And oh, then, absolutely. And, and and look at him now. He's another one, Carney, for me, similar to Tav, where he gets. I think he gets a bit of a raw deal for some Rangers fans. Yes, he can switch. Connor Goldson for me switches off in games where he thinks I don't need to really be at hundred percent, and he'll have a brain fart now and again. But he's a guy that he's a leader for me, Carney. I mean, during that fifty-five season when you could hear them in the park, you could hear him all the time. He's a leader. He organises the back line, and the telltale for me, Carney, was see when he was injured, and the guy's never injured, but when he was injured, you knew he wasn't there. You no missed Connor Goldson. If he's a, if we're going into if you're playing Celtic Ibrooks next week and we don't have Connor Goldson, Carney, he's one of the one guys I'd go shite. <laughs> I know John Suter and Balgan would we could do a good job, but he's a guy that he's a guy I can depend on. Um I think he's been a very, very good bit of business, Carney. Do I put him in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. If he lifts the title this season along with the other cups potentially, but I don't know if I put him in there, but for what we paid from three million or whatever it was for Brighton all these seasons ago, hard push to to replace him. I think can he? What he gives, he can step out with the ball. He plays the Hollywood balls. I see all the time, but he's um, aye, I, he's our best defender. I think centre half, and I know folk will disagree with that, but that's my opinion on it. You'll miss Connor Goldson when Connor Goldson isn't there. I 100% agree. I think Goldson is the best centre half that we have, and I do believe, Jamie, that he, he deserves more praise than he gets. And Ali made the point there about I'm not being perfect, and he has the kind of the odd off day, but for me, it is the odd off day. It doesn't happen consistently. If he has a bad game one time, one one day, the next game, he isn't. It doesn't tend to be bad, like on a consistent basis. It just seems to be an off day, which is going to happen. We've all got off days at work. We all have other things going on in life that's away from your your actual job. But for me, he's another one that's reaching. He's probably reaching the, the age where he's going. I'm probably not going to play for another club for the rest of my career. Not one of this stature anyway. I don't believe uh, unless we we get a a pretty ridiculous offer for him. Say we do become um, if we do win the league and if we if we were to win the treble this season, there could be offers for players. But I do think that he is critical for the way Rangers defend, and I do think he deserves. He's the kind of rock, I suppose, and I think he he deserves more praise than he gets. There's going to be so many comments from people completely disagreeing with us tonight. <laughs> Yeah, the heat's really going to get turned up in the comments box, isn't it? Like, <laughs> no, but I, I think uh, Connor Goldson, like uh, Ali's right, he does, he is partial to the old, uh, to the old brain fart from, from like every now and again, especially obviously against Aberdeen um, with the ball. It was just a couple of balls over the top, but he never holds on to it. He doesn't hold on to it. You're not going to get a bad performance out on the next game. You got to remember as well, he's been our first choice centre back for. At literal years, actual seasons, Ali's bang on the money. When he when he goes out of the team, 
I mean, I think with the exception of we won 3 0 at Easter Road, he wasn't playing that night. I think he was suspended and we played pretty well, but I think Hibs were, were off the boil. They weren't that great. Um, but I think I think if he I think if we if we were to win the treble this this season, I think he's possibly in contention to be in that Hall of Fame because you've got to remember what he's done already, the 55 season. He's he's been to a Europa League final. He's he's done things within his Rangers career. So no, I think I think he doesn't he doesn't get a lot of flack off a, a massive amount of Rangers fans, especially not guys that sit around me at iBooks. Um, so yeah, I think from time to time when he has the odd bad performance or we mistake here and there, he more than makes up for it by being Mister Consistent and as you say, mate, the rock at the back. Yeah, I think if he wins win the league this year, I think he's definitely in contention to be in the Hall of Fame. And I think also his his bad blips are highlighted more because it, it, they are so few and far between for me. I don't think it's I don't think it's a consistent basis um, that it happens. And I believe that that's why people are uh, are quick to oh he was wrong here, he was wrong there or whatever. And you can remember his mistakes more than you remember all the good stuff that he's done for. Uh, but yeah, just because obviously it was 300 appearance, I thought mm, he's getting to that He's getting to that level now. He is getting to that level now. But yeah, Ali's spot on. When he's not there, we will all notice when he is not there. Right, we're going to the Kelly game now. Um, Rangers travel to Kamarnock, who are very much rejuvenated under Derek McInnes. They're coming into this game. They've not lost since the last time we played them, actually, on the 2nd of January this year. Sitting fourth in the league after their last game, and that was a 2 0 win over Aberdeen. Ali, your thoughts ahead of the game? It's another big game, it's another test, it's this and it's that. What what you what you expecting ahead of the game? Oh. Is, Are you nervous already? Are you nervous nah, already? Are you? Can't, I'd be nervous against anyone. I'd play if it was bloody Ross County at home tomorrow or something. I'd be nervous. But it's um, it's the way it's going to be at the end of the season, Carly. Each game we play is going to be the same. There, there will be twists and turns in this two ways, I, I know. Um, but this game for me, Carly, is a, another big statement. If Rangers can go over this one with a win with three points, because you look, they'll be looking across um, for this game tomorrow thinking we may drop points same as if they were playing Kilmarnock we'd be looking the same so um, but Rangers just need to play their own game can't they I mean that big Raban whatever he's called FST he was asking his stupid questions today to Clermont about what's the difference between playing in that park and a grass park I mean Clermont actually stood and rhymed off a few things I the ball bounces out he turned differently I mean Come on, this isn't new, this plastic park. We've played on it for years. A lot of this Rangers team have played on it. Yes, it's an advantage to Kilmarnock because they play on it every second week, but we should have more than enough to go to Rugby Park, can't we? Yes, they're well organised under McInnes. They're playing well, but Rangers have got better players. It's one of these grounds that over the years we've not had a great record. If you look back at it, we really haven't had a good record at Rugby Park. Struggled at Rugby Park, but under Clement, you've got trust in him. You've got trust in what you'll do in terms of who you'll pick as well. So for me, Carney, we go there and we play our own game. And um, if we all turn up, we should have enough to beat Kilmarnock. But it's a, it's a big, it's another big statement game for me, Carney. I agree. I, I do think it can't be underestimated the the 
the kind of not the test. I hate kind of calling it that, but the the game itself because of where it is, um, and and the pitch that we're playing on, all that. And look, you've got to give McInnes credit where it's due. He's recruited really well, um, since he's came in. He's got them very very well organised. They really have, and they've crept away back up the table and sitting in fourth. I don't think there'll be in any real danger of catching um, Hearts. I think Hearts are pretty much. I think they're eleven points now. Obviously, after yeah. the after Kamarnock's winning our. Um, our uh, winning against Hearts even. Um, so, yeah, but look, it's going to be another one of those. T- this one will be a tough game. Um, I don't think there's, there's any great doubt about it. Jamie, is it too cliche to say that this pitch is a leveller? I mean, it, it really shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be because we, we played Levy. Uh, we played Levy on the plastic pitch and we, we just, Clement said it in his presser as well, that we found a way to deal with it. He's one of these guys that he just, he, he finds no excuses. He finds no excuses. And and that, that's what I want from a Rangers manager. I think like, I think we're not, we're, we're not going to do that. If, 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 Something happens and we drop points, and I'm really, really hoping we don't. We're not going to find excuses there. But as Ali said, 11 11 in terms of the difference makers we have now, we should be going to Robbie Park and beating Kilmarnock, really. I mean, the only things we need to look out for is like balls in the box and set pieces, really. Um, I know they get the boy Armstrong on the wing, who's who's extremely quick. I think Vidvan will be able to deal with him. So it's, it's the set pieces and the balls into the box that we really, really need to be looking out for tomorrow. But no, I'm not I, I'm I'm still nervous because at the turn of the year I, I seen, oh God, we've got we need to go to Rugby Park. And there's a scar tissue there from even games like the Warrell game in Gerard's first season where it's the bounce of the ball over the top. And do you know what I think things like that and the, the, we get beat one 0 at the start of the season. But I think as Rangers fans now, the way in which we're playing or top of the league, we got a new manager that's instilled belief in the team. We need to be thinking we're going to go there and we're going to give them a bit of a doing. What will be reflected the Basco prediction for the game is the confidence that I think that Clermont and the team now deserve because of even going up to Perth and playing on that pitch that we played on and managing to come away from that with a 3-0 win. They probably earn a bit of trust, but uh, Ali, you watching the game with me tomorrow? Yes, because oh. this, fabu- <laughs> this fabulous Sky no. deal, but the fabulous <laughs> Sky deal that we've, that we all signed up to showing is it Levinson against somebody tomorrow uh, night some yeah. crap game um, so, so yes unfortunately you, you'll have me <laughs> the, 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 the Edinburgh the Edinburgh Derby's on the morrow as well like, so, so it's, see it's in, terms of, in, ter- in terms of the TV deal we've got honest to God what is happening there man so it's yeah We'll need, to be, we'll need to be listening to Tom commentator on Rangers TV tomorrow. Yeah, it's a, absolutely ridiculous. It really is um, that they're not shown, uh, not shown any of the top three. Uh, it's, it is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, oh God, God, what's a game you tomorrow? So I will be nervous by the time kickoff comes. I will be nervous because I need to sit and listen to Arsenal before it. Uh, but no, I think I think the team do, do deserve a, a bit of. A bit of trust now with us and Clement deserves a bit of trust that we'll be able to go there and we'll be able to win by hook or by crook. Uh, it's another huge game and it's another game that I'm very much looking forward to. Um, let's go with teams and scores. Uh, Ali, you can go first. What's your team and what's your score? Bottom and goal, Tav Goldson. I think Suter deserves to stay in because he's played well. Suter, I know I said I would have brought Balgan in. I think we will see Balgan soon, but Suter stays. Yilmaz, for me, don't be shocked to see Barisic come in tomorrow night, Carney. I wouldn't be shocked if he appeared. Yeah, because I agree. Of the, because of the 
physicality. I know Barisic yeah. isn't physical, but he likes to play in games like that, so don't be shocked to see him there. Lundstrom, Diamande, Tom Lawrence is a 10. I know folks, some folk might go, oh no, not in that plastic park, but Tom Lawrence came back into the Rangers team against Livingston on the plastic park, and we all went, oh no, and he played well. So Tom Lawrence, Cortez on the left, I'm sticking with Sterling on the right just because of what he offers. Um, I'd like to see Jamie's man, but I think he'll play um, Silver because it is work rate the way he works back. So I think he'll play Silver and he'll bring Dessers on. So that's my team. And I'm going 2 0 Rangers. And it will be a Tav penalty. <laughs> I'll take it mate I'll absolutely take it the, the, your shout with Barisic is one that I thought he's going to play Borner tomorrow night um, I wouldn't be shocked I, I wouldn't be shocked at that either I really wouldn't be shocked but I think with Sterling in this game I would I would be more, more I, I don't know it's difficult Sterling probably doesn't really deserve to get dropped I think the rest of your team's pretty spot on I, I don't think I would change too much with it the toss up between Dessers and Silva I'm not really sure Silva's what great as you say for pushing back maybe maybe that's a way he'll go but I think McCausland probably deserves to come back in at a point as well because I don't think it's been too bad. I don't know. It's a difficult one to predict. It really is. It all depends how he anticipates the game going. Uh, but yeah, so my team is in there somewhere. If you want to pick bones out of that, it was something along the lines of something. Uh, I'll go 3-1 Rangers and I will go Lawrence to score first. No, in fact, I'm going to go for Diamond to score a header because he scored with a left and a right, so he's now due to score a header. Jamie? I like that logic there, mate. I like that logic. And also, now that we've obviously brought up Borna not playing and us, and us not wanting Borna to play, he's going to start at Rugby Park yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's, so my back lines, Butland, Tav, uh, Goldson, uh, I think, yeah, I think Suter will stay in. I think Borna's going to play. I think, was the last time he started against St. Johnson away in the 3-0? Mm, um, yeah. he, he, did, he, did, he didn't do a massive amount wrong that day. We, they didn't threaten a lot is the only thing I think Kelly are going to come at us a little bit more um, I'm going to go for uh, Lundstrom and uh, Diamandi I think you've got to keep Diamandi in there after Saturday uh, I'm going to go Cortez on the left I'm going to bring McCausland back in um, I think he played pretty well on the plastic pitch at Levy before the day we were there Scotty um, That's true. and then and then I'm going to go with Lawrence in the 10 I think he deserves to, to stay in there. I think he deserves to stay in the team on the whole. Um, and then I've got to go with my man. He's, he's he's seven goals, seven goals out of ten, boys. And I can I can see a lot of you sweating, sweating <laughs> after my prediction at Loudon Tavern. It's getting closer. And I just actually think I know we didn't talk we, we didn't talk a lot about his performance on Saturday. I think he's his cushioned finish for the goal was unbelievable. And then he's obviously got himself in that position for his second goal. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go my man D9, the Nigerian nightmare up front, and I'm going to go him to score two goals tomorrow and Rangers to win three one. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant. I'll take any of the above, any of the before mentioned. I am very much, I'm very much up for it. Big game, as you say, big game. Uh, another one of one of those ones that we can cross off, hopefully, as test passed with three points tomorrow in Kilmarnock. That will do us for tonight, Ali. Thank you very much for joining me. No problem. 
just just went to more Rangers again. If we're now at the end of the season, I really don't care how we play. <laughs> yes, Saturday was very enjoyable, but just won the game of football for me, Rangers, and, and roll on to Saturday. So, yes, I will see you tomorrow night, Carmi. You will, mate. Jamie, thanks very much, mate. Uh, give us a give us a Borna Barisic shin roller tomorrow and a one 0 That'll that'll do me spectacularly, mate. No problem. Yeah. I will absolutely take it. So, yes, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please do like the video, subscribe to the channel, all the usual stuff. We will be back tomorrow night with Club Reaction after, hopefully, three points in Kilmarnock. We have been Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network.